Welcome back for another episode of Counting the Stars. I'm Mary Gillum, and I'm here for morning coffee with my husband, Malone Gillum, where we ponder and discuss the big questions of life. Who are we? Why are we the way we are? What is truth and what is fiction? And just as endless as the stars in the sky are, our exploration never runs out of new questions and discoveries. So grab a cup of coffee for yourself if you like, and join us as we dive into what's unfolding this week. Let's focus in on seeing a little more of life and truth and do some growing up together as family. Here we go. Happy Monday morning again. It's been a while. I don't think it stopped raining since we last spoke. <laughs> We're going to build the ark this afternoon. Actually, I think we get sun this afternoon. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Spring is going to come eventually. It'll be green and beautiful. So we are deep into, we're actually on the finals of our Great British Bake Off show, the season that we're watching right now. And we've had a lot of fun watching these um, competitors, you know, do their Bake Offs. And um, it's it's a fun show to participate and to watch what they go through and the I'm not a baker hardly at all compared to these people, but gosh, there's a there's a lot that goes into it, and it's fun just to watch them and learn a little bit as you go. Hmm. Well, I, yeah, um, I'm not a baker at all, and uh, while I enjoy eating all that stuff, I've got no designs on making pastry or anything, so... I, I think the main thing I enjoy is how pleasant these people are. Um, they're in the midst of competition, but they're, they seem genuinely nice and supportive of one another. And that's the main thing I take away. Uh, again, Mary said this is a British baking show. Uh, if you watch some of these same kind of competitions from in America... At least the ones I've seen, the Americans are not nearly as nice <laughs> to one another. Uh, it's kind of cutthroat as to I'm going to win and I want to win, and it's all about the winning. Um, but the attitudes and the, just the kind of congeniality is really refreshing to watch in this this particular show. It is. It is. So the competitiveness is really each person within themselves really wanting to do their best and and then supporting one another to do their own best as well. Mm -hmm. That is really nice to see. Mary will edit out long silences, which we've just had. <laughs> but it made me think of the kind of the rut that we get in, and that may be too strong a way of putting it, but that for a while our Counting the Stars has touched on or even focused on obviously the things that are happening around us. 
um, what's going on in life, and that that this hasn't changed much um, in months. I mean, the pandemic and the political scene are really the two major things uh, happening in our our world, uh, certainly in the United States. And at some point, it's like you're exhausted to even talk about it anymore. And what more needs to be said in some respects? It's everybody's tired of the pandemic check, although it's not over. Um, and with these new variants, you know, that adds a little bit of a wild card that we've got to figure out. And um, I don't know, Is maybe everybody's also tired of the, of the political rancor. Uh, I know... I am, uh, but it's with us. Um, but it 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 sucks a lot of energy, at least out of me in some respects. Um, I love a good debate, but at some point, uh, it's healthy to take a respite from it. Mm. So anyway, I just say that to say. We've had a long silence because I think we're both wondering what is there that's fresh to talk about this morning. And I'm sure there are a million wonderful things we could we could discuss, but obviously on our minds is are those two big things because uh, mm. they kind of dominated uh, our culture. It's true. It's true. And in fact, yesterday we sat together having our coffee in the morning, just like, you know, we do on counting the stars and, and we just didn't have much to say. We, and Malone noted, he said, we're just really low energy. And so he went on and started his day and I sat where I was for a little bit longer and just thought about that word of low energy in this same regard that you know we've been living life under some chronic stress and reacting to that chronic stress puts you at a bit of a kind of an a different energy that's driven by stress and the chemicals that are associated with stress and we've talked a little bit about what that does to your body and your health and your immune system. So in a way, we've kind of adjusted to that chronic stress level and that energy that goes with it. And to some degree, I believe that we've adopted that as our norm. So that when we come down to what we are feeling as lower energy, it may be a bit of a baseline that we're not used to. <laughs> it may just be a little bit of a kind of out of exhaustion or out of um, just needing that respite, we're just coming down to baseline. And that's a good thing to just hang out there and, and say enough, just <laughs> let's rest here for a while, which are, you know, the, the purposes of practices such as contemplation and yoga and Tai Chi is to intentionally take you to those places and give you that respite on purpose. Um, but we need more and more of that under conditions like we're in right now. 
Uh, yeah, and how to do that. And those who are more practiced at this have a more insight than I do. Uh, but how to do that without putting your head in the sand. So it's like, you know, you can't just ignore everything that's going on around you. But how to engage contemplation or meditation or whatever other practice it is um, in the midst of it without ignoring it. Because I think you're exactly right. The chronic stress and the chronic kind of negativity has that unfortunately has become the norm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think we are desperate to want to escape from it. And how do you, and see escape's not a good word because how do you, that's the point. You can't stick your head in the stand and escape. Mm -hmm. So how do you uh, exist and live and engage in the midst of it without it overwhelming you? Um, with its bad mojo. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the picture that I got yesterday. As I was thinking about the low energy and just settling in there and really needing to rest, and then redefining that low energy as deep energy, where you come and you settle down and you get grounded or you, you get reminded of some really good news. I mean, spiritually speaking, speaking that, you know, all of this is, you've got to put it in perspective of what's the big picture. The big picture is that God is present. God is loving us in the middle of all of this. He is totally aware of our suffering and hasn't left us for a moment. And that when you sit in that kind of deep energy and relax into it, and I got, and I got into that deep energy and I thought, Oh, I don't want to go back into life. I just want to stay here and hide my head in the sand. Right. But the picture I got was that when you kind of rest in that deep energy and then slowly emerge and go into your day, that deep energy is going to ripple out, just ripples like, you know, you see in the water, the ripples expand and go into the rest of the water. So that as you go into your day and whatever you encounter, that deep energy is still there. It's not as is maybe not as um, loud or as um, uh, you may not be paying as much attention to it, but it's still rippling into everything you encounter and helping you as you go. So correct me if I'm wrong, because uh, this is the very first time I've heard you talk about deep energy. So, but I would say for those listening who are followers of Jesus, if that term is a foreign and it might be freaking you out, like, is this a new age? I would say and that deep energy simply is the presence of God. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, under, I understand what you're talking about because we live together. Um but I was just saying, for people out there who are listening and wonder, what is this deep energy? I think 
what Mary's really saying is that is the the deep presence of God in in your life and in my life. Absolutely. And I'm always coming up with new it's a picture, a different picture. Yeah, new words and new pictures to to um try to articulate things. Another way you could say it is that um living water like yeah. out of your belly shall flow living water. So as you go through your day, that living water on the inside of us all is kind of just bubbling out and helping us and present and comforting us as we enter into crisis or stress modes. Yeah. Something that I've found interesting and unfortunate, I suppose, in my life, because uh, I'm not, I, everybody might not experience this the same way I do, um, is how easily um, that wave of negativity or those, the bad mojo can really have such a big effect uh, on your emotions and your feelings and whatnot. And that the deep energy or the presence of God, um, that takes um, intentional work and practice. Mm -hmm. So if you see my meaning, it's like, it is swimming against the flow. It is, you know, countercultural, uh, and it is a, a rival kingdom. Uh, all kind of metaphors that, uh, you know, the way of Christ is contrary to the way of the world, and that we live in the midst of, uh, you know, cons- almost consistent erosion in a way things that 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 are assailing us with division or polarity or um hopelessness and despair and all of those kind of things uh and how at least in my life it can make me angry like pretty quickly and then to try to slow down and find this living water which is there, um, it does not come for me so easily. I, it, it takes intentionality, and uh, it really is a slow subsiding of the, the anger that comes up and manifests itself internally. I'm not throwing stuff around the house. Mary can attest to that. <laughs> Pretty calm. Uh, but inside, I can get quite agitated. Uh, and to try to, you know, bring that, bring myself back to a place of peace uh, is difficult work a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, because I'm dealing with it right now in the midst of this podcast. Um, This morning, I just read a headline. So I don't know the veracity of the story, 
it could be taken out of context. So I don't, it, for your fact checkers out there, I, don't, I haven't read the story. So I'll, that's a disclaimer right up front. But I, it's truly, it has made me angry. This morning, uh, an alleged comment by uh, Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, who says if the Republicans take the House uh, of Representatives back, uh, that Vice President Kamala Harris will likely be impeached. Well, I, so hear me clearly. It's not that I'm clearly on the side of Kamala Harris. I don't know much of who she is or whatever. My point, the thing that's made me angry is that that would be the <laughs> what's foremost on the minds of people in political power, Republican mm-hmm. or Democrat, to mm-hmm. say our, our focus is to eviscerate our enemies. Um it just is so disheartening, uh, you know, that they are supposed to be serving the people, and that doesn't serve anyone except themselves to say, as soon as we get in power, we're going to start dispose, disposing of our enemies. And maybe some of you feel like that's exactly what the Democrats have done. And I'm not going to argue that right now. Uh, it seems like it's there are different circumstances, but just the uh, a focus of wanting to squash somebody else. Um, yeah, it it really infuriates me. So now Mary's exactly right. I've got to work hard to find the place of living water in order to go about and actually be productive today. And all it took was reading one headline. And that's what I meant by how easy it can be. Uh, And maybe it's just, that's me. But it's like, wow, the effect that had on my emotions. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to work at all all to get worked up. (laughs) But now I will have to work to find a place of peace. Sounds like it would be a good idea for maybe the Republicans and the Democrats to watch the Great British Bake Off. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And realize that they're actually sent there to build a country and not to take down their competition between one another, but to actually embrace the gifts and the strengths on each side, compromise and move the world forward. Absolutely right. Um, I think that's a perfect full circle. Um, it, we'd be much better off if we were all working to make pastry rather than kill each other. You can learn from anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Off we go. Talk to you next week. Thanks for sharing your time with us today. We hope you feel encouraged and included in all of these discussions. Above all, we really want you to know that you matter. And we're all really just one big family. 
So until next week, keep noticing your stars, enjoy your freedom to explore life, and just take it one step at a time.